0: Welcome back to Fitness Unplugged, after-hours FAQs, answering client questions from the week. I'm Adam Jacobson from Uberfit.
1: I'm Danielle Dorochik with Black Diamond Strength. And today we are just going to cover one topic together uh, because there is a lot of talk around dry January and what that means and why it's becoming this fad to cut out alcohol um, on the up-and-up is these mocktail drinks where there's alcohol-free um, kind of cocktails and why is this important, and um, we just kind of had a lot of questions accumulative over them and a lot of talk about it over the last month, so we're going to talk about that today. So, All
0: booze today.
1: Yeah, So or no booze, actually. All no, boo- no booze today. So, um, basically, so our kind of background, both of us have cut out alcohol for different amounts of time for different goals and different reasons. Um, I'll let Adam tell you guys about his, but for my kind of personal reasons, when I've cut out alcohol before, um, I've cut it out for when I've cut weight for competition to make class and then um, before any type of very strenuous road racing when I used to, to run a lot. And, and I would cut it out about six weeks prior to some really long uh, races, especially if those were races were in the summertime. Um, And then, like I said, before I cut it out to make my weight classes um, and before big competitions. And my reasoning behind taking that completely out um, and not even kind of just having it here or there was, number one, it improved my sleep so, so much. And when you're improving sleep, you're improving your recovery. Mm -hmm. You're able to burn fat a little bit easier. So I was able to cut my weight, to my weight class more quickly and efficiently. I was able to recover from my longer runs a little bit quicker that I could get back out and get to my running sooner rather than later to kind of prepare for these competitions. And so those were my personal reasons for it. Other people have their reasons too. And I don't know, Adam, tell us what you cut cut it out for and what your experience has been for that.
0: Yeah, I've done it several times for different reasons, like similar to you when I was younger, um, doing like bodybuilding competitions. Um, I shouldn't even say plural, I've only done one, but um, or physique competition to be more specific. And that's like a, you know, a 16 week prep for um, a show where you get up and be spray tanned and it on stage and look like you're healthy but really aren't unhealth- aren't healthy but um so I've done it for that and every year I do sober october uh where that's like you know obviously for the whole month of october no booze um amongst other things that you give up there but um definitely have given it up several times and initially like for the competitions there's obvious You know, you're working out really hard. You're trying to get as lean as possible. Anything that doesn't contribute to that gets thrown to the wayside. So alcohol is obviously not helping. Um, So that gets taken out of there. The Sober October is kind of a reset for me. Uh, I tend to have an addictive personality. So, like, something that I like to do, I'll do it either every day or not at all. So, like, shutting it down for a set period of time is helpful for me. And I don't actually really drink that much, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But... If I'm gonna if I'm am drinking, like when I'm done with the Rick, I'll come home and I'll have a glass of wine like most days. I'm not drinking per se. Like I'm not having three, four, but I'll have one. Maybe two, like yesterday was one small glass with dinner. Um but, you know, periodically throughout the year I take it out and yeah, I mean, the clear most common thing for uh, like you said, is sleep. Like that's almost everybody's experience. And there's yeah. like a lot of other details that you can go into on you know what helped improve but sleep is kind of the number one because Mm -hmm. you usually aren't drinking in the morning yeah so i hope so hope you're not not. Um, actually that might be better uh (laughs) i mean i don't know that you want to go out your day like that but Mm -hmm. um yeah uh to answer your your question um yeah i mean i've taken it out several times
1: and I mean, when we've talked, we kind of briefly talked about this last week when we thought about doing this podcast and this topic. One of my clients was has been participating in Dry January and just was going on about how much better he felt. Mm-hmm. Like we, we were about maybe twelve days in at that point, and he was just, I feel more energetic. I I get more done throughout the day. I'm more productive. And you and I talked about well, he, the first thing that's improving is sleep. Yeah. And and we've obviously and it's almost immediate. Yeah, we've we've harped on sleep before and why we want you to do it, but I mean this is the perfect example. Yep. Sleep is the very start of it. Everything else is getting better because your sleep is getting better. You're going to be able to burn fo- body fat more efficiently because you are sleeping better. Yeah. Um, so it's it's like that uh, number one is sleep is improved and it's just going to snowball from there. Yeah.
0: And and the, the degree to which you'll see improvements is directly proportionate to the, deg- the degree to which you drink. Mm-hmm. So if you drink... Once every two weeks, one beer, giving up alcohol is not probably going to push you to another level because it's not yeah. a huge part of your life anyways. Yeah. Not that that wouldn't be beneficial because mm-hmm. studies will show, like there's a lot of like research that'll show, you know, like one of the most common things is, you know, the blue zones, yeah, the, the areas of the world where there are the yeah. highest concentration of people that live to hundred years old. Typically, most data will show that those areas, people do drink moderately, and regularly. Yeah. But those aren't, you can't always say, like, they're old, they live that long because of this thing. There's no mm-hmm. way to tie those together. In general, research will show less alcohol is better, yes. usually. Like, yeah. you're not, there's nothing that you're going to take away from alcohol that you couldn't, like, people say, well, a glass of red wine has antioxidants. You can get antioxidants elsewhere. Yeah this is an excuse for, for roots and this is not me banging out like, like yeah. bashing alcohol because like I drink, I, I drink you know i drink too. i'm yeah. gonna drink this weekend yep. it's my anniversary we're going out yep. i'm gonna drink i drank last weekend i had christmas mm-hmm. with my family whatever
1: i think like the big takeaway of exactly what you just said is in moderation yep. and i think that um as americans assuming that everyone listening is american but we, if not
0: how did you find this? yeah tell us please please uh,
1: but <laughs> like you know I th- I think we don't really we're not honest with ourselves what in moderation means.
0: So, I actually looked up so alcohol in Americans 85% drink alcohol at some point in their life, 70% consume annually and 55% monthly. So, more than half of people mm-hmm. drink on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It's such a part of our culture. Yeah. And it's one of the drugs and aptly named a drug. And I chose that word specifically on Mm -hmm. purpose because it is It's just as much of a drug as marijuana. It's just as much of a drug as cocaine. It's just as much of a drug as caffeine, which most people also don't consider a drug. It's just, we choose to accept certain ones and not, but alcohol is absolutely a drug. Otherwise you would be able to drive while you're using it. You'd be able to use it while you're at work. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's definitely a drug. So like, And and you can use it. Life's all about give and take with these things. Like, how much do you want to enjoy yourself versus how much do you want to, like, maximize your proficiency in X skill, whether that's fitness, health, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no world where picking up and drinking more or if you didn't drink, starting to drink is going to be a benefit to your health. Yes. It's just not. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it because, I mean, there's a lot of things that we do that aren't super duper healthy, you know, so you have to kind of get this give and take, like, uh, things that happen with alcohol, like you're going to, if you drink, you're going to burn less body fat because your body is focused on getting rid of the alcohol first. Once it gets rid of the alcohol, then it will move back into, like, it's going to pause all fat burning, carb burning, it's going to protein processing. I mean, a lot of things. It is a toxin for your body and your body's first priority. The second you take a sip is red alert, Alcohols in all priority is to get this out.
1: I love the way you just described that because that's exactly what I say. I instead of calling it a toxin though, I'll tell my clients it's a poison. Yeah. You are putting a poison in your body, and the first priority, your body is a is a well oiled machine, whether you believe it or not. And
0: we've evolved with alcohol for thousands of years, so our bodies have yeah. gotten better and better at processing yep. it, but it's still a toxin.
1: Yep. And so our our body's first priority, the first Mm -hmm. goal, is to get rid of that. So like your liver... Dead stop.
0: No exceptions. Yeah, your
1: liver doesn't care about all of these other Mm -hmm. things.
0: You could eat Thanksgiving dinner twice in a row and then drink two beers. And your body's going to be like, Thanksgiving dinner, hold on. We need to go handle this alcohol before we process all the potatoes and turkey and whatever. It becomes number one priority full stop.
1: Exactly. So just think about everything else now that's put on hold. Like I when I was we we both did some research before this podcast, but I mean
0: believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean but things like your blood pressure, your blood sugar, your cholesterol number, like all of this can be affected by just slowly reducing alcohol from your diet because your your organs need to work and that's their goal is to regulate all of these things that we have all these issue with, issues with and medications for but once we reduce that alcohol intake we're actually letting our body focus on those things and make it a priority right so if you're drinking every single night one drink all night long it's trying to figure out how to get that alcohol out of your body until it's gone until it's gone Yep. So you're not giving yourself any time to recover, yep. any time to build muscle, to to work on regulating your blood sugar, any of this stuff.
0: Yeah, specifically limiting REM sleep. Yep. Which is where your brain kind of like merges your long term and short term memories together. Where you, it's kind of like a bath for your or a shower for your brain. It's where you like it, it's kind of like a computer defragmenting and like. Consolidating all the important pieces, and you know, and and regenerating your brain. That's why when you wake up, so deep sleep. People don't necessarily differentiate deep sleep. Deep sleep and REM sleep are different. Deep sleep predominantly is for like tissue repair, muscle repair, exercise recovery, that kind of stuff, repairing your body. REM sleep predominantly for your brain. Alcohol specifically will limit the amount of REM sleep you can get. That's why you wake Mm -hmm. up and feel groggy, like your brain, like foggy. Like, your body may have recovered. You might recover from exercise similarly, probably worse, almost for sure worse. But your brain specifically will suffer and be struggled to recover from Mm -hmm. alcohol abuse. Like, not abuse. Uh, Definitely will struggle with alcohol abuse. But alcohol consumption will limit your brain's ability to recover overnight. And it's kind of like that. The reason why they always, like, I think they say, like, one's okay like, our one or two drinks won't really kill you, kind of almost is, like, the what, what health professionals will say. And that's true. But, like, you know how they say, like, you shouldn't drive for – if you have one drink, it takes an hour. Yeah. So if you have two drinks, it's two hours. Like, think about that, like, when you're going to bed. Like, if I have two – and I'm already only getting seven hours of sleep now I'm only having five hours five of sleep. hours of quality potentially real sleep quality and that's best yeah. case yeah that's best case so think scenario. about like every time you take a drink or you 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 consume a drink you're like you're getting up an hour earlier yeah you know you're that's literally what's happening to you, and that's like huge cost to pay mm-hmm. for short term gratification exactly. But if you want to go out and, like, you have a celebration, like, that might be a price you're willing to pay. But just be yeah. clear with yourself and honest with yourself about the consequences that you're, yep. you're going to deal with.
1: And, you know, one of the, like, again, with the snowball effect here um, is once you're improving sleep, you're able to improve just your, your brain function, lowering brain fog, increasing mental output. But then I, I kind of was surprised to see this um, throughout the research repeating itself was um you actually have a better financial well-being when you reduce alcohol and a lot of their reasoning was like so think about this if you're more productive throughout the day time is money for some people Mm -hmm. i mean we are commission-based employees you know yeah um but then also mildly yeah but i mean If I wake up early enough to be able to prepare for my day and pack my food with me and make smart choices, Mm -hmm. I'm not buying food as I go on with the day, which is more expensive when you're buying fast food or going to restaurants. And then, so I mean, it's just, it all snowballs. You're just going to have a higher quality of life in not only physical and emotional health, but mental health, financial health, spiritual health. Like, I mean, just getting a control on what you what you want to allow alcohol to be in your life.
0: Yeah. No doubt. And it shows I think to that point you if almost everybody if you drink, you you do enjoy it usually. Yeah. Like I don't really know anybody that I know a lot of people that won't drink, which is, you know, to each their own, good for yeah. you. Honestly, that would be great if you didn't. <clears throat> um but if you drink and you enjoy it, being able to not drink shows such a level of discipline because there's a natural like dopamine of like i want that it will feel Mm -hmm. good being able to push that off and delay gratification or Mm -hmm. avoid that shows a level of discipline that will likely bleed over into other areas of your life too yeah whether that's you know i'm not going to drink because i need to make sure i get up tomorrow and go Mm -hmm. exercise before work now not only have you cut out alcohol but you've also increased the amount of exercise you're doing like these to your snowball point like these things typically go together. You're not going to go out and drink and then get up at 5 and run yeah. probably. Yeah. And if you did, that's probably still you're going to grind yourself down yeah. to the point that I where mean you can't at that point that. you
1: didn't even rec- your muscles had no recovery over right. the night that you're you're not even your body's not even going to be primed and prepped and ready for that workout. Right. No even if you were to do it in the afternoon the next day, you're still yeah. not recovered.
0: You're setting yourself back. So yeah. Getting- and it's, so, not, and it's not to say that alcohol is bad. It's not bad. It's a tool that you can use. It's great. Like, I've had some of my best experiences. Weddings. Yeah. Celebrations. You know, dinners with your significant other. Like, having a couple of glasses of red wine, I mean, can be used to enhance your experience significantly. Yeah. I mean, and I will continue to do so. Yeah.
1: The, have it, I mean, the flavors, the taste. Like, I love wine. Yeah. As and that, exactly. Yeah. And it's a definitely a cultural thing. No and, doubt. I mean, I guess if... if we're sounding intimidating by maybe picking an entire month to cut out alcohol, like a dry January or sober October. Start with a week. Start yeah. with, like, so I have a friend that they, her and her partner, do not drink during the week. Hmm. They yeah. save all drinking for Saturday. That's a great idea. By Sunday, they're done. And, I mean, so they, they go out, they have fun, they yep. try new breweries or new wineries whatever yep. you know floats your boat but i mean they just they prioritize it for a saturday fun thing or for special occasions yep. but then during the week it's just it's completely out of the question because yep. they both prioritize their work and their their fitness levels and and things like that so you know try to challenge yourself with you know can you make it during the weekdays no alcohol yeah friday Stop. saturday maybe see what that brings and, and after kind a of while you, you
0: won't miss it yeah anymore a lot yeah. of people that do dry january are like like to your point yeah. your client that's just like oh my god i can't believe i feel this good
1: mm-hmm.
0: why would i go back
1: yeah i mean that was a question he's like you know come february i might still try to keep this going or yeah. maybe pick and choose the very special occasions yeah. that i would prefer to have a glass of wine and yeah. then the other days don't do it and it's actually becoming easier now to go out and not drink because yeah. mocktails are such a big thing. Mm-hmm. I was just at a restaurant about two weeks ago and they, they had a mocktail yeah. a menu and I ordered off of that and it was a yeah. great drink and I was yeah. like, Cool, I I love this.
0: There's less social stigma than to mm-hmm. like I think people's concern is like how am I gonna go out with my friends and not drink? Like if I don't have a drink in my hand, yeah. going to be weird? Like that's real. I it mean is. that's something you gotta get over probably anyways, but I mean if a mocktail makes you feel more comfortable who cares like yeah what, what's more important than how you feel
1: yeah exactly I mean your friends aren't gonna be there the next morning nursing your uh, hangover imagine what
0: friend would you got terrible friends if they're like you weren't drinking we're mm-hmm. not friends now. yeah like, come on what kind of friends so
1: I mean yeah you do know, have the conversation with yourself and figure out what it is that you want to do but challenge those,
0: yourself like you said like it will be a challenge if you yeah. drink normally Pick a reasonable, like, if you drink every day, just be like, okay, three days, nothing. Yeah. And then reevaluate. You'll be surprised, or hopefully you'll be surprised with how you feel. Mm -hmm. And then you can start to put these things together of like, oh, well, this is a sacrifice, but man, is it worth it? Or not. You'll see. But you don't know unless you do give it a shot. Exactly. And you probably need, I mean, a few days, like probably five days. This is just pulling this out. There's no research here. But, like, I would say maybe do, like, a Monday to Friday and be like, I'm not drinking for this time and then see how you feel. Yeah. I think you'll probably notice a big difference in your sleep first Mm -hmm. and then your mood and your hydration and then your exercise performance and then your food choices and then this all snowballs and you're healthier and then you start to look in the mirror and be like, why am I Mm -hmm. drinking?
1: Yep, exactly. And then, and then you might get to the point where you're ready to incorporate it on occasion. Yeah. In a healthy way. Yep. No doubt. Cool. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your dry January's. Um, but that's really about it. Let us know what other questions or topics you want us to cover on Instagram. Um, I'm at Danny Duro and Adam is at UberFit And we look forward to talking to you next week.
0: Goodbye. Okay,